Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast. He's in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Thanksgiving, my man. So much to get to. We can talk, uh, which we never really get to do, live betting on an NFL game as we're doing a show, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Lions just scored now 14 to 13. So uh, I am holding a Lions plus three and a half ticket. Pritch, we'll see how this thing plays out. I'm hoping uh, Mr. Kneecap doesn't uh, doesn't blow (laughs) up for us late. But Pritch, I just wanted to say so much to get to, but I'm thankful for you, my man, because you are a fantastic friend, a fantastic host, and you've helped my betting because I'm a nerdy data analytics, contrarian, hazmat, you know, betting system type guy. You've shown me a different way to improve my betting by looking at it from a player's perspective and kind of the X's and O's and schemes and coaching. So my man, thank you for all the bets you've helped me cash. Happy Turkey Day, brother. Happy Turkey Day, my friend as well. I mean, so much to be thankful, Josh, and you're right. I'm thankful for you, your friendship uh, indeed, but then on top of that, uh, your book, <laughs> the Everything uh, Guide to Sports Betting, and then also just the knowledge uh, you give me each and every day we do the program and the days we don't do the program. The communication that we have uh, is, is so valuable. So I'm thankful for that. Thankful for a lot of things. And uh, hopefully our audience is thankful as well on this great turkey day here on a Thursday. Let's get to uh, the game at hand, though, in-game betting. Uh, this is interesting, Josh, because you got a ticket already with the Lions. Uh, ben Wilson, our producer, we were talking about the, the plus five and a half situation not too long ago before the Lions scored uh, a touchdown. Uh, so in-game betting is fascinating to me because of the dynamic in this game. Uh, Campbell's calling the plays. Now, this is Mr. Everything. Now, you, you mentioned Mr. Kneecaps. 
How about this? <laughs> Taking the authority from Anthony Lynn, the offensive coordinator, and calling plays yourself as a head coach when you're trying to become a head coach. But it's worked out as Andy Dalton needs to come back in this game because of golf leading that offense in for a score. You're exactly right, Pritch. So again, you know, kind of take a step back. What do we get uh, on this betting, you know, breakdown before the game started? We did see movement toward the uh, Detroit Lions here. A lot of books open, you know, minus three for uh, Chicago on the road early in the week. It got up to three and a half. But really over the last couple of days, a lot of buyback there on Detroit. So three and a half with the hook. Obviously, that was your best number coming back down to three. But you also saw a lot of books before this game closed, Pritch, really juice up uh, that Detroit Lions side plus three, minus 115. Some even got down to two and a half here. So a lot of movement back. Uh, toward the Lions. And then also, Pritch, uh, another under spot here. Again, the uh, the live line right now I'm seeing around 39 and a half. Mm -hmm. We saw that thing open 42 and a half, get down to 41 and a half. Both these teams, seven and three to the under. So I think when it comes to live betting, it's all about what position did you take prior to the game? You know, how do you stand on your initial bet if you didn't get in and maybe you're, you're sitting on the couch hanging out with your aunt and uncle getting ready for, uh, you know, your big meal here? Do you want to get down because you see some value? To me, you don't want to get in too much of a slippery slope because live betting, it feels like every second a play changes, the line moves, and, ooh, I like this even better. Let me get down. But always compare to what you had before the game to where kind of the eye test shows. And, Pritch, I never live bet a game that I'm not watching. I think it's important to see the game, what's going on, are there injuries at play. I think it's really important. But, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for Mr. Kneecaps 3.5 right now, Pritch. <laughs> well, it looks pretty good. I mean, like I said, I think Campbell, I don't know if he's got a feel for the game, but he's definitely – uh, allowing the players to make plays. And golf, when, once he holds on to the football, he's okay uh, trying to find some outlet receivers and then running the football. They're staying true to the game plan, even though they were down just one possession. They didn't panic. Uh, they didn't uh, deviate away from that, uh, what they practiced on or what they prepared for. So you can see that. Uh, and so that brings confidence, too. Now, on the other side, uh, you have the Bears, who have only been in a red zone twice, uh, one of two in a red zone. Uh, Dalton's throwing interceptions, chance for the Lions to, uh, to have another interception. But can you trust Andy Dalton? If you're looking to back the Bears from a live bet standpoint, can you trust Andy Dalton to not make mistakes against this Lions defense? That's a big question. So I think you kind of look at it, you know, what's the current line? Right now I'm seeing pretty much uh, like a pick minus 125 on the money line, uh, basically for, uh, or I guess minus one and a half with the Bears at some shops. But think of it this way, Pritch. You know, the line closes at pretty much three. Now you're one and a half. I guess you could make a case that right now being down a point, there's some value here on the Bears. Uh, but again, you know, we'll see how this thing plays out. And Pritch, by the way, uh, I think you're ahead of me. I'm, I'm, I got a, uh, my my, uh, my iPad to the left of me. You're a play ahead of me. So don't, uh, don't, don't jinx me here if anything. <laughs> I will. Not. I will yeah. not do that to you today on, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> will not do that at all. Um, rushing attempt, 16. Look, the Lions, poor against the run. You're down one point if you're the Bears, too. But every single pass, I'm not going to jinx anything. But, it, again, it's like there, there's no offensive philosophy or identity with the Bears. Clearly, we understood that all year long. I mean, obviously, you look at the record, look at offense. But here you are in this situation, and as betters, the feel of the game. You know, and I'm, I'm commentating based on my experience as a player, but I'm just trying to imagine when you're lacking playmakers out there, you can at least get to your identity and run a football and be successful that way. Yeah, I think you're right, Pritch. And again, running the ball, chewing up the clock, obviously going to benefit an under now. Uh, we did see the live line tick up a little bit. So this is okay. fascinating. If you're watching a game, sweating a game, uh, depending on what book you're looking at or the VEASAN live odds page, uh, if you get live lines, you'll see the updated numbers each play. So a minute ago, uh, total is 39 and a half. Now I'm seeing 40 and a half as we're seeing uh, the Bears drive a little bit here, Pritch. Mm -hmm. But in these one possession games, obviously a field goal. I don't know. How, you know you're not looking to uh, maybe cover a number, but just win the game at a one possession game. So even at 39 and a half, if you got that early, 
early 42 and a half, 41 and a half, you're probably sitting on it, but I'd still lean under here a little bit just when you get in the field goal kicking game back and forth. Okay, we'll get keep an eye on that game for sure, but let's preview uh, some games coming up. Uh, you got the Cowboys and the Raiders. The Raiders on the road facing the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb's route out. Uh, we talked about that all week. It was I was going to be shocked. I mean, absolutely <laughs> shocked if he would have passed concussion protocol on a short week. Uh, so he is out. Uh, you got some linemen coming back. Smith, I think, is going to be back for the Cowboys. But then on the other side, too, with the Cowboys, they're all offensive coaches staff or some assistant coaches. One in particular, O-line coach uh, Joe Philbin, uh, out because of COVID. Yeah, and that's going to be a big miss here, obviously, Pritch. And a lot of guys offensively out, uh, obviously, for the Cowboys. No Amari Cooper, no C.D. Lamb. We thought maybe C.D. Lamb was going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a tweet <laughs> yesterday that maybe he would. Obviously, uh, it's a short comeback on a, a short week there after a concussion. Probably better for a young player, any kind of player, not to push it too quick. But, Pritch, one thing that jumped out to me, the under in the Dallas Cowboys game. The total open around 51. It's down to around 50 and a half. Public's betting the over, saying we got high-flying you know, uh, car and that offense with the Raiders and, of course, Dak Prescott averaging like 30 plus points a game but even though we're getting a lot of betting on the over pitch it stayed 50 and a half and a mm-hmm. lot of these 50 and a halves are juiced up under minus 115 like it may get down to 50 so i have a play here on the under 50 and a half tonight uh, for this 430 game non-conference under something we've talked quite a bit about 36 and 17 this year 68 percent and if you just look at these high totals in the nfl 50 or higher the under is 30 and 21 59 percent now, if you're looking at kind of how this line has moved with the spread, you had a lot of books open seven, Pritch. At one point, get all the way up to eight and a half. You had a little buyback, eight and a half or eight, kind of bringing it back down to seven and a half where it lies now. And my one concern, you could go hazmat. You know, Vegas is a little bit contrarian with a little buyback here. But Turkey Day, we see a lot of these favorites do very well, about 70% ATS last decade. The, uh, Dallas would also be kind of a non-conference favorite with a, uh, another high total of 50. When your favorite high total, more points, makes it kind of easier for the favorite to cover. So I kind of split the difference here, Pritch. Mm-hmm. I got Dallas in a teaser, taking them 7.5 down to minus 1.5. Just win the game by two or more. You go through the 7, go through the 3. And if you're looking for some dance partners, the Patriots just went to 7 okay. uh, against the Titans. You could take them down to 1. <laughs> uh, Denver, your team, Pritch, 2.5 up to 8.5 in a divisional game where they're getting a little bit of action against the Chargers. Or maybe Maybe Pittsburgh, if you can find a four and a half, take the Steelers up to ten and a half, go through the seven, go through the ten. Could be a teaser spot here uh, for Dallas today. Okay, so if you are looking for teaser partners, look, uh, keep this in mind, too. Minka Fitzpatrick activated off the COVID list ahead of the Steelers-Bengals game, too. So if you're chopping around, looking around, injury news, updates on COVID situations for some key players, uh, Josh. So keep an eye on that, too. you got the Bengals uh, laying four uh, against the Steelers. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. I mean, I'm looking at it on our board here, and I I cannot comprehend that right now. The Bengals laying four against the Steelers at home. Yeah. It's kind of surprising, Pritch. You're totally right. Fitzpatrick coming back. You know, let's also see JJ or uh, TJ Watt, little brother there, Joe Hayden, some of these guys who were also kind of waiting on injury-wise. But that is a bit surprising. Mm-hmm. But one thing concerns me a little bit for the Steelers. They're a little bit of a popular play. I see across, you know, BetMGM, DraftKings getting a little around like 60%, something like that. Uh, and we did see a little movement to Cincy at one point. Some shops were minus three and a half up to four and a half. You're kind of back down to four. But I think in this teaser spot, that's where I'm a little more comfortable with. I'd even lean the points here. 
year with the Steelers. They're getting a little bit healthier. And also, Pritch, we talk about it a lot, but Mike Tomlin as a dog, one of your best dog coaches. He's a motivational type guy. He gets his teams going. You know, you can say in the locker room, hey, no one believes in us and, and we're getting four points. We don't need four points. We should lay four points. Tomlin as a dog, 4-1 ATS this year. In his, in his career, 42-20 and 20 ATS, 68%. You also match a lot of these road division dogs, mm-hmm. you know, short road dogs, six or less. I'd be looking at Pittsburgh there. Uh, I'd lean regular spread, but I think if you can find four and a half, I'm not seeing too many out there uh, any uh, anymore. But at that point, when you can go to ten and a half, could be a teaser play there. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too because I, I was going to say, look, this this Steelers game uh, checks a lot of boxes right there. Road divisional dog, a lot of boxes, uh, seven <laughs> points or less or six points or less. What was it? I mean, I know the seven points or less for road dogs uh, has been cashing pretty good at a pretty good rate. Uh, but the Steelers in a situation, road divisional dog, uh, six points or less. Pritch, you're getting so good, man. Uh, hey, man, I'm telling me. you. I mean, this is, yeah, you're <laughs> taking notes. I, I love it here. You're totally right. So, yeah, updated number, road dogs plus seven or less. We know road dogs have been good this year in general, around 63% ATS. But when you're getting seven or less, you're not one of those huge big spreads. Road dogs, seven or less, 51 and 19, 73% ATS. Mm. That's been the number one spot here to sweat these dogs. As we know, public loves favorites, loves home teams. If you're just getting seven or less, been great covering these numbers so far this year. All right, Detroit Lions, uh, live betting, plus one and a half, bet MGM. Uh, I think the total is right around 34 and a half. Uh, It keeps updating, too. It's fast and furious. But uh, the the Bears punted, got to midfield and punted. There you go, Andy Dalton. There's like a fence. Uh, on the on the Lions side of the field for the Bears today. There is, Pritch. And I want to know, is there a prop bet out there? Will Nagy be fired if they lose this game? I mean, he said he won't be. You know, who knows what's going to happen, but uh, Nagy's on the hot seat right now. Yeah, Ian Rappaport had a report before the game that Mac Nagy won't be fired midseason. Uh, I wonder when the report comes out that says, ah, Chicago changed their mind. <laughs> we'll keep you <laughs> updated coming, on Pritch. that. We'll, al- yeah, we'll also give you the preview for the Vegas Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. It's coming up next right here on BCN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, updating everybody of the Lions and the Bears. The Lions have the ball. They were driving until a penalty kind of stalled that situation uh, in a down-and-distance situation against the Bears. Uh, maybe they can control it a little bit more. It feels like Campbell's trying to end the game more so than still try to win the game up one point at home against the Bears. 
Yeah, and I, I'm getting flashbacks here, Pritch. There was a preseason game where he was up big and he screwed up the clock. Do you remember that? I feel like you did a show over the summer maybe <laughs> right. with that. So I'm already getting worried. Like, you still have a, a bunch of time left on the clock here. I'm, I'm kind of watching out of the side of my eye. Their sixth holding penalty. They hold mm-hmm. every single time, Pritch. Yeah. You're getting some mojo going, and then you just get kicked back, you know, 10 yards every time. Um, you, the total right now, live line, 33 and a half. So, okay. again, you're sitting on that 42 and a half, 41 and a half. This is one of those plays where you don't double down for me or anything like that. You stick with what you got but this thing is falling and we're pretty much down to around a minus 115 uh, on the minus one and a half with the bears right now so you're kind of getting down to a pick them situation yeah calling a game scared uh kind of relying on the defense here uh as a probably going to punt in a long down the distance situation look you don't want to turn the ball over i get that maybe you don't trust golf which i i truly believe that uh, and so uh, just playing highly, highly conservative and just a one possession game, a field goal game at this point uh, in this matchup right there. One of the things I wanted to note, too, uh, the success that the Lions have had running the football when you have a four man line for the Bears. But then when the Bears make that adjustment and put somebody over the center, that's when you throw the football. But yet Dan Campbell's still running and run the football uh, against a, a stacked front, a loaded front, leading to some penalties up front, too, for the, the Lions offensive line. You're totally right, Pritch. And again, these are kind of the X's and O's type situations that you want to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this thing goes down the stretch here. But I think you make a good point. Campbell, I'm seeing him here with the, you know, the uh, the play sheet over his mouth, and he's <laughs> he's looking like a like a hard nosed kneecapper, bite kneecapper. But again, you can't play not to lose. You got to play to win. I think that's uh, something that Campbell's got to learn. Although, let's see, Pritch is still up one, getting a three and a half here. Uh, it's getting nail nail biting time though for this game. Okay, yeah, we have it on our board too. The live uh, in game betting uh, opportunities right there too. So keep an eye on that as well. Uh, so previewing this Raiders game uh, against the Cowboys, the news about C.D. Lamb, uh, the news about uh, Philbin, the offensive line coach, uh, being out, a couple other assistants out because of COVID. Uh, Bet MGM Insights, Josh Applebaum, the spread, 65% Cowboys ticket count. Uh, Cowboys, a, a very public team. Uh, the handle, 66% Cowboys. Movement, you know, subtle. Cowboys from minus seven to minus seven and a half so far on the board. Yeah, so of course, first question I always want to know, where's the public? Public is on the Cowboys. It's Thanksgiving uh, Day. Obviously, the Raiders have struggled here a little bit. I feel like kind of that Gruden and Henry Rugg stuff might be catching up to them a little bit here. Cowboys coming off uh, losing two of their last three going to Kansas City. Uh, and I'm still upset I didn't cover the, uh, the, the, uh, the teaser there, two and a half to eight and a half <laughs> in Kansas City. Uh, but Pritch. Two-thirds of bets on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's only just public betting here. I think there was some respect to money early. You open at seven. You got up to seven and a half. But here's the thing about line movement. We're going to show you the open and the current. But I think if you really want to focus on line movement, you got to look at all the moves in between. So it's, it wasn't just seven to seven and a half. We did see this thing at some shops get up to eight or even eight and a half. And I think at that point, it was just, hey, this line is maybe a little bit too high. Maybe some wise guys said, hey, I'll take a shot on Vegas here. We know dogs, road dogs. All these situations have been profitable this year. But still, you're seeing, I think, a combination of pro and Joe money on Dallas moving this number in their favor. But really, to me, Pritch, what jumped out is that uh, percentage on the under. 60% of bets on the under, but 70% of money. It's very rare the public wants to sweat an under in a heavily bet game or any game, for that matter. Yet, you're seeing kind of a little bit of public, you know, maybe respected money. Okay. Uh, Also, and seeing this thing drop 54.5 to 51.5, I think that opener 54.5, that was a little bit high to start. I saw most books probably around 51.5 around there. But again, this would match that non-conference under uh, as well as a um, you know an under that's falling when it's 50 or higher. So that's an underplay for me, and I think you're in a good teaser spot if you want to sweat the Cowboys. Before we get to some analysis on the game, what about the money line situation? I, I rarely ask you a question about that because we got 
uh, a ticket uh, percentage uh, on the Raiders. Uh, they handle 56% money line situation money on the Raiders. I mean, so from a sharp public standpoint, what does that mean? Yeah, so it's a great question, Pritch. To me, I don't put a ton of stock into the money line percentages when it comes to a spread sport. Like, for example, you know, when you're betting basketball or uh, or football, really the pr- predominant amount of betting is going to be on the spread or the total. Okay. So we're going to get the percentages on the money line, but it's a it's a much smaller share of, of the overall ticket count than it is for the spread or the total. So spread total, I would say, you know, in a, for a football game, 80% of bets, something like that. I'm sure an odds maker could tell you something around there, but it's just a small portion. So uh, if you're looking for like low bets, high dollars or line move on a money line to me i don't put a ton of stock in there i think you're just getting a majority on the money line with the raiders because they're like plus 280 and if people are going to bet the money on they're going to say hey i'll take a shot here at the at the big plus payout number there so i wouldn't put too much into a money line unless it's like a pick em game pritch like a minus one plus one something like that that could be more meaningful but really with this data i'm really leaning on the bigger sample size which is coming from the spread or the total Okay, yeah, because some of the chatter on this game, too, uh, and for people interested in this bet on this game, some of the chatter, the Cowboys want to run the football a little bit more. And you think about what the Raiders do defensively. They are a cover three scheme, four man front. Uh, avenues to run the football will be there for the Cowboys if they take advantage of it. Plenty of opportunity to create the double teams at the line of scrimmage. So, uh, you know, the under could be pl- in play that way uh, when you think about the lack of weapons on the outside, too, for Dak. Uh, and then on the other side, the Raiders averaging 14 points a game in the last three games. That's their losing streak, Josh. Uh, again, Ben Wilson and I, we were talking about the, the inability to adjust in-game uh, because no John Gruden involved with this offense. They don't have the talent, I believe, on the coaching staff to help these football players with the Raiders adjust in-game. I'm right there with you, and you kind of hit on a couple things here. Obviously, we think of Vegas scoring a lot of points, but they really haven't recently. They're kind of, as you mentioned, like 14 points a game. Both teams are five and five to the total. But you look at kind of the Raiders struggling offensively, and the Cowboys as well. Believe it or not, Cowboys have cashed four straight unders, Pritch. So if you're having some of your top wide receivers out, if you want to run the run the ball a little bit more and control the clock and keep the clock churning, these are good variables or good factors that would maybe lead you to lean on the under here today. Okay, the nightcap too: Buffalo, New Orleans, uh, MGM Insights. Uh, spread 83% ticket count, ticket percentage there on the mm. Bills, 90% of the handle on the Bills. Bills minus four and a half to minus six uh, right now. Actually, I see minus seven here at the South Point. So, Pritch, when you're, you know, full of stuffing and, you know, you know turkey and you're getting ready for your pecan pie or pecan pie, I still don't know how to pronounce pecan or pecan, but either way, Pritch, this is your hazmat play of the day. If you want to go contrarian, if you want to, uh, you know, kind of go for the, the number one bet against the public play, it would be uh, the New Orleans Saints here. So the Bills getting 83% of tickets. The other thing is this isn't a, you know, a noon game or a 430 game. This is your primetime game. We do know these primetime dogs have been great this year. We've been talking about it all season long, but primetime dogs 22 and 11. ATS 67% that would match with New Orleans and think of it this way Pritch you know I don't want to just call the Bills a public play I think there was a lot of respected money early that's the key though Bills open minus four and a half think you had a flood of money early four and a half five five and a half kind of anything before six but now you're all the way at seven uh, and uh, credit to Adam Burke who mentioned yesterday waited out you're probably going to get a better number here mm-hmm. on the Saints but if you're laying seven and you're with 83% of the public 
you're getting the worst of the number and you're on a big public play where who do you think the odds makers are rooting for in this game? They're rooting for the Saints. So I'll put on that hazmat suit, contrarian at home, inflated line opportunity, primetime dog. You look at these home dogs seven or more the last two years, 2018, 60% ATS. Uh, and you also look at, um, uh, I know this is kind of, I don't want to kind of talk about Drew Brees systems because it's a different team now, but Sean Payton has been good as a dog in his career. Four and one ATS this year, 63% ATS in his career. And this would be another non-conference under. We're getting uh, on the total 59% of bets under, 63% of money. And it did fall, Pritch, 46 and a half, down to around 45 and a half. But let me ask you, Pritch, you've, t- you've had your finger on the pulse of this Bills team, calling mm-hmm. them soft, and I think you're spot on. Should they be laying seven points on the road? What is? <laughs> how does this spot look to you? Not the way that they've been playing. Uh, I, I think their saving grace, though, is a slow start offensively for the Saints. Uh, I, I think Sean Payton has to do this, uh, in, in my opinion, Josh, he has to poke the bear, uh, meaning he's got to fire up this defense because the defense, uh, they got embarrassed against the Eagles. And that's a toughness issue, in my opinion, too, when, you, when you're number one against a run uh, and then you let the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, run all over you uh, in that football game, knowing that your offense is slow to start. I don't think there's believability in the quarterback situation like you have when you had Drew Brees in the building. Uh, so there's a lack of confidence right there, too. So maybe the, uh, the Bills can get right, but it's a toughness thing. And I don't know if you can just flip the switch if that's just not part of your DNA. Exactly. And if you know someone hasn't shown you this all season long, do you expect to, again, kind of completely change everything that you're right. doing overnight? I mean, obviously, the Bills want to get tougher, and we've seen a lot of them out of the last couple of years. And it's kind of surprising to me with McDermott kind of seeing these uh, these things crop up you didn't expect. But I would say, too, Pritch, that line is dropping, and I mm-hmm. kind of like that under because <laughs> both these teams have gone over quite a bit. Two straight for Buffalo, four straight for New Orleans. If they've gone over, yet the number's dropping. Looks to me like wise guys like a low-scoring game. Here. Yeah, I mean, you got news about Mark Ingram probably not looking good for him to play with the knee situation. I've had that knee. You know, you got to get it drained. So we'll see if he can suit up for this football game. More betting across America coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So we are in game. Josh, we're on commercial break uh, of the game, Thanksgiving, Lions, Bears. Bears driving. Uh, take us inside uh, having a bet on this game right now. Obviously, it looks good for the Lions. I mean, uh, if the Bears kick a field goal, if you had to plus three, you're sitting okay. You're not sweating too much, I would imagine. 
Yeah, so I'm definitely sweating. Anytime you're, you're sweating the uh, the Detroit Lions, just ask our buddy Patrick Maher. It's never sure. an easy thing. But you know what you're getting into if you're going to have a Lions ticket, of course, on Thanksgiving. It's almost tradition here, Pritch. But, um, yeah, the way I'm looking at this, give up a field goal. I'm okay with that. Just cover the number here. You also worry, though, uh, do you have a touchdown here and kind of kill that uh, that plus three and a half for the Lions? Or is it a field goal and then, God forbid, you know, a pick six for golf down the stretch? So it's never over till it's over. I would say, though, you know, a lot of these numbers, uh, you know, are, are locked right now as we're kind of waiting the updated stats mm-hmm. but com- coming down to the wire here Pritch just go field goal if you're <laughs> if you're Andy Dalton I did see he's the first quarterback to throw for over 300 yards since like Nick Foles week nine of last week year nine that's last how week, long yeah. it's been <laughs> Pritch it's been really really tough here so uh hey I'll, I'll take a, a Lions loss for my under four and a half but dear God lose by three or less okay you're the Lions you're Dan Campbell you have three timeouts you let the clock kick down to the two-minute warning what's happening there why not stop the clock and you preserve at least the two-minute warning uh, in an advantageous situation trying to get the ball back offensively. Yeah, these are kind of the things that, again, Mr. Clock Management here, <laughs> who I really over the summer saw that play where he completely botched it. I know it was a preseason game, and Michael Lombardi went nuts saying, hey, do it right all the time just because it's preseason. You don't want to get into bad habits. But, yeah, Pritch, you know, you look at Belichick in that Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks. He didn't call the timeout. He kind of let the Seahawks screw up. But now that you're Dan Campbell, I don't know how you're going to attack this thing. Uh, who knows, Pritch? Uh, we're, we're going down to the wire with this one. Yeah, but think about Dan Campbell. He's trying to manage the game as a head coach, and now he's trying to formulate a final drive offensively because he's calling plays. Talk about way too much on your plate right now for a first-time ever head coach. Yeah, seriously. And again, it's just tough because this is a guy who, uh, again, is more of a motivational guy. I don't know if he's known as kind of an X's and O's guy, but a lot in his plate, and I don't know, it's uh, it's just uh, a lot for any kind of coach, especially a first-year head coach. But we'll see how this thing goes. It's a minute 54 left. Bears have it at, what, the 17-yard line, first in or third and nine now. Big third down stop if you're a Lions backer like me. You need to keep them to a field goal. Yeah, I mean, just the confidence or lack thereof. I mean, gosh, as a player, it just makes you frustrated <laughs> right there, Josh Applebaum. Let's get to some big games uh, in college football. One game in particular, the biggest game, probably Ohio State uh, University on the road against Michigan. Uh, laying eight and a half, Josh, in this big game, rivalry game, 64 and a half uh, is the total. When you think about Ohio State, at least when I do, Uh, This is probably their first big game on the road in this type of atmosphere with this much pressure uh, for a young quarterback. Now, I know they're immensely talented, very, very talented, but you still have a young quarterback in Stroud that is playing in a big house in a rivalry situation against a defense that is returning quite a few starters right there. So laying eight and a half, I mean, they only scored 26 points against Nebraska earlier this year. That was on the road. That was Nebraska. This is Michigan. This is this rivalry game, eight and a half here uh, for this matchup, Josh. To me, Pritch, this is a play where you put on the hazmat suit and take Michigan. What jumped out to me is some early movement. Again, minus 7.5 on the road for Ohio State. You get up to 8.5, something like that. We're seeing it come back down a little bit. We had 8.5 on our board, but I'm seeing a lot of 8s out there. I even see one book at 7.5. So almost like that Dallas game, you're seeing line come back a little bit toward Michigan. What's kind of... Uh, shaping up right now, Pritch, is almost a line freeze-ish type situation. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a really, really, really popular bet. I mean, you can't blame the public here to sweat Ohio State. They've looked unbelievable. C.J. Stroud, now the favorite to win the Heisman at, at minus 200. They're blowing people out. But as you mentioned, they what did they score 26 that last game you mentioned? And this Nebraska. is a play yep. to me. 
Yeah, against Nebraska. So Michigan, pretty good defense here. They've held opponents, you know, to uh, you know under 20 almost every game. I'd be looking at that that plus the points with Michigan. This would be your number one contrarian play of the weekend here. I'm seeing almost 90% of bets laying with Ohio State. I never want to be with a favorite on the road with uh, laying a big number. To me, it's Michigan hazmat. And if Ohio State beats you, you tip your cap. Can Harbaugh finally get a big one here, Pritch, or at least cover the number? How do you see this game? Yeah, 0-5. I mean, in the last five games, too, uh, Ohio State's offense averaged about 44 points a game uh, against Michigan. So, I mean, you got that to think about, too, as you might want to catch these points for Michigan at home, uh, eight and a half, 64 and a half is the total, too. So you mentioned something that's key, uh, I think, too, Josh. Uh, when you, you think about this game, a rivalry game, and I played in two of them, basically, back-to-back years, Nebraska, uh, who was our rival at the time when I was at Colorado. And um, it, it's, it's so much at stake here because it's not only a rivalry game, it's a, a conference championship uh, appearance, and then it's a national championship situation too. Uh, so thinking back on that, Josh, and, and how the focus is for the home team, or in particular us, Colorado, when we're facing Nebraska at home or even on the road, it's like that game was so circled it's many, many times. It was painted. It was highlighted repeatedly each and every week. And you got Harbaugh 0-5 in this matchup, knowing that they can not only go to the Big Ten championship, but also perhaps go to the national championship. Again, a lot of pressure on that situation for Ohio State, in my opinion. Uh, and then, therefore, it may be an opportunity for Michigan to be prepared totally for this game and, and certainly get inside this number. I agree with you, Pritch. And also the under 64 and a half is kind of intriguing to me. It's a high number, but with Ohio State averaging almost 50 a game, the public is still on it. Yeah, we've kind of seen it pretty much stayed where it's at, really hasn't moved at all. Uh, I and mean, you also get a little bit of weather. It's not a crazy windy under. It's about seven miles an hour, but really cold, only 30 degrees. I would say, Pritch, just a uh, public service announcement. I think the Chicago Bears are going to kneel down, chew up the clock, and kick a, and kick a game-winning <laughs> field goal. But dear God, they're on the five-yard line. Don't score a touchdown. Drain the clock. Get it down to one second. Kick it and be out of here. Cover this number. Pritch, it's all coming down to right now. Yeah, it's first and goal. Uh, here's the situation. A minute eight on the clock. Uh, the Lions still have one timeout left, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to go. How about the Egg Bowl? Josh Applebaum tonight, Mississippi, Mississippi State. Uh, I, I think there's a dynamic quarterback on Mississippi State sideline uh, that is more than capable of helping them win a game. Uh, they're laying two points at home uh, against a situation with Ole Miss that there's a lot of variables over there. Corral, the head coach, Kiffin, 64 and a half to total, though. Tons of variables, and Andy Dalton took another knee, Pritch. So please, give me another knee and then kick the field goal and be done with it. But uh, I, w I really like Mississippi State here tonight. I have a money line play on Mississippi State. What jumps out to me uh, is all this love for Mississippi, and I totally get it. Ole Miss, Matt Corral, his last game, there's kind of this public narrative of he's going to light it up before he goes to the NFL, and obviously Lane Kiffin. So there's a lot of public bias in favor of Ole Miss here. But my angle would be Ole Miss is ranked ninth, Mississippi State unranked. Mississippi State has won two straight and four. They're four and one their last five. Mm -hmm. Now, why is Mississippi State a favorite here if they're unranked and, and Ole Miss is a popular play and they're ranked and have a better record? That looks fishy to me. You did see yesterday, uh, or at least the last 24 hours or so, at one point Mississippi State was laying one. And it's like, how do you not take the points here with Ole Miss and Corral in his, in his last spot? 
But yet we've seen this line move all the way to two and a half. So this line is moving toward Mike Leach and Mississippi State, even though Ole Miss is a really popular bet here. This looks like looks like a contrarian favorite. Reverse line move, fade the trendy dog opportunity. I like Mississippi State here with the line going in their favor, despite Ole Miss being the popular play. I think the difference is on defense here, Prince. Yeah. They both put up a ton of points. Um, but if you look at Mississippi State, they're only giving up 326 yards a game versus 428 for Ole Miss. So they both score a lot, but maybe a defensive edge to Mississippi State. Uh, maybe a lot of you know stuff in Corral's head and you know <laughs> thinking about his future. I like this line with Mississippi State. I money line to minus one thirty. Hey, I like that too. I, I think you're right. I, Corral's thinking about the National Football League, not Mississippi State at this point. We got to get to this game, Josh, because there's an in-game moment that Ben Wilson, our producer, is going to give us the information on that kind of highlights Dan Campbell in a nutshell. Ben. <laughs> Tell us what happened here as we uh, watched this game uh, tick down on the clock. Dan Campbell in a nutshell, Mike, is a v- very <laughs> generous way to put this. So, all right, third and nine. Mm-hmm. Again, lines up one, 14-13, about a minute 50 to go. They had just taken a timeout on a second down run, which is their first timeout. So, as we know in the NFL, you cannot take a pre-snap timeout on back-to-back plays. So, Detroit scrambling. It looked like they had a bunch of guys out of position. Uh, jo- and, you know, I know Josh, like, sweating while this is going on, <laughs> trying to figure out what's going to happen. Dan Campbell tries to call another timeout, which, A, would have been a terrible decision in the first place right. because you're burning another timeout. What happens, though, is because he tried to call it on back-to-back pre-snap plays, they not only give him the second timeout, but they also penalize Detroit five yards for trying to call two timeouts. So he loses his second timeout, goes from third and nine to third and four. You can guess what happens next. Bears convert the third and four. Detroit out of timeouts, and now Cairo Santos lining up for a 28-yard field goal to win the game and uh, and give the Bears the win, which he nails. Oh, you just Final. gave it away, though. He's on a delay on ah, these so, cuts. Josh, you were, Josh, you already won the bet at three and a half. Right. Uh, Bears 16-14. Yeah. Oh, it just happened live. I love that. I love that. Great reaction right there compared to a different reaction on a bad beat. I love that. Cashing a ticket (laughs) right here on air. Josh Applebaum, great job right there. Great job, Ben Wilson. Uh, When we continue with the program, uh, we have to update you on some other games on the schedule. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on Thanksgiving weekend football. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any pro or college game. If any team scores a touchdown in any Thanksgiving weekend game, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet. Feast on the football action with live betting and boosted odds specials all weekend long at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. And visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Uh, must be at least 21 years old uh, to wager as a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So to recap, Josh, there you go. Pump that fist. Uh, cashing a ticket because you got a great number on the Lions uh, as the Bears won the game with the field goal, last-minute field goal right there. Uh, but, again, the, the key moment for you is cashing this ticket on the Lions or with the Lions, obviously, was the number that you got uh, there in this football game. 
Yeah, and really the three and a half to me jumped out as the best number. So again, in the end, it, I guess it didn't matter too much because if you got two and a half late, you still mm -hmm. cash there with the Lions. With the but Lions. really kind of seeing, uh, yeah, a lot of that buyback toward the Lions. Again, three and a half to three, down to two and a half. And that matched a lot of those systems where you're looking at a lot of these dogs with line moves in their favor. They've been pretty good last couple of years and historically. Uh, Pritch, let's give the Lions some credit. We, we joke about them. I'm seeing on Twitter, everyone is hammering Campbell hmm. uh, for how he, he managed the clock there that last two minutes. But I don't care about that. He covered the number. They're 0-10-1 on the year, Pritch, still winless. But they're 7-4 and ATS. Yeah. The Lions play hard. They cover numbers. They always seem to lose, but they kind of keep it close here. I think they've covered, what, three games in a row at this point. So the only person happier than me cashing a Lions ticket, Pritch, is Matt Nagy. He survives <laughs> another week. You can't fire him now after he has a win, right? He's okay for at least another week. Yeah, they can't change their mind. Uh, no, they can't. Uh, Dan Campbell, I guess that he could, he could take that to his GM right now. Yeah, we haven't won a game yet, but we're 7-4 and ATS, though. <laughs> exactly. I, I would say, uh, to Ben's credit, Dan Campbell, I, I want to apologize, my friend. You hurt me on a preseason game. You helped me there. Your yeah. ineptitude with the clock actually benefited me so we didn't get a touchdown or a score <laughs> or back and forth. Uh, so great job, Campbell, by screwing up inadvertently, helping Lions better. Yeah, and um, by the way, their first victory, I think, was a favorite this week against the Bears. Now, that's, that comes into play. That bet comes into play in terms of odds. And uh, when will the Lions get their first victory this season? Got to gotta, uh, research that again and uh, uh, capitalize, perhaps, Josh, and look forward ahead. Look ahead on their schedule. I think a lot of intel. We got a lot of intel from that game today on national TV. Dan Campbell trying to be a head coach with the Lions. Exactly, and a couple things to look out for. You know, offensively, they're really not giving you much. Defensively, they're not as bad as you think. This is an under team, both the Bears and the Lions. I know it's easy to say now when you have a low-scoring game and that under cash is pritch. And even, you know, live betting, we talked about it. If you had the pre-flop under, 42.5, 41.5, you just sit there and grab it. But there was a point at the show earlier today, Pritch, where you're looking 30, 39.5, 33.5. I mean, even if you got down there uh, again and got into a live situation, I just think these are under teams moving forward. And I would say, Pritch, that that next game, uh, December 5th, Minnesota going to Detroit. I'm looking at a look at of around minus 7.5 Minnesota there on the road. So will that be their first win? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. But can they lose by 7 and, and cash with the hook? <laughs> we shall see, Pritch. We'll, have to, we'll put that one to the side. Okay, two more big games on the schedule on Thanksgiving's. Obviously, the, the Raiders and the Cowboys coming up next. And then we got the Bills and the Saints. Uh, the favorite won that game. Uh, we have, uh, what, 27 and 11 favorites on Thanksgiving since 2003. Uh, something to think about, too, as we come up to your plays. I haven't made a play yet. Uh, I'm, I'm still undecided. Uh, maybe you can convince me here, Josh, because uh, I'm interested on in your thoughts on some of these games, some of these situations, and also the interpretation of the market right now. Yeah, so first off, I had a lot of people on Twitter hitting me up and saying, like, don't you love the Vegas Raiders today? You know, road dog, getting seven or less, a little buyback in their favor. My heart is really rooting for anyone grabbing the points here, but I just kind of caution a little bit with this Thanksgiving Day trend. I mean, you did have a favorite win straight up with Chicago. Obviously, mm -hmm. the dog with the Lions here covered. Mm -hmm. But my angle here, even though you're missing a couple of these wide receivers, would just be I'm not loving what I'm seeing out of Vegas. And with the trend toward these favorites and a non-conference matchup like Pritch, if this was you know Dallas against Washington or Dallas against a divisional opponent, then I wouldn't be as inclined to lay the points. I don't love laying the seven anyway, but my play here would be the teaser. I'm going to take Dallas minus seven and a half down to minus one and a half go through multiple key numbers you're a non-conference favorite which historically has been pretty good uh also uh favorites here with a high total more expected points scored easier to cover that number um and i'm gonna pair them with the patriots mm -hmm. i like what i've been seeing out of the pats they play that thursday night you're on a little bit of extra rest here tennessee is really banged up and i've seen a lot of movement to new england they, a lot of books were uh, i think lookheads were only like three and a half four and a half it was kind of a lower end number but true opener to me was probably like six 
gets up to now seven at this point. I'll take the Patriots uh, down to a minus one, just win the game at home. Uh, and Pritch, I do like the under in that Cowboys game. Okay. And, and we talked about it throughout the show. You know, you're missing some of your top wide receivers. Dallas has actually cashed four straight unders recently. These non-conference unders uh, have been great this year, cashing at, uh, you know, you're looking at, what is it, a 68% clip. So I'll go under there. And then, Pritch, you know, I got to end my night when I'm uh, sipping on eggnog that's spiked and getting my <laughs> leftovers in the, in the oven. I got to go Saints plus seven here. It's your most contrarian play of the day. Only 17% of bets at BetMGM are on the Saints here. Again, if you're laying it with Buffalo at this point, you're with the public getting the worst of the number. And as you mentioned and really turn us on to this throughout the year, a soft team, and I think something's up with Buffalo. I'll yeah. take the plus seven there and see if they can keep it close. Uh, win the game, who knows, but lose by uh, six or less. That's my last play of the night, Saints plus seven. It's crazy to think about with the Bills, too, because like they're the seventh seed right now. If the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Lions do not tie, uh, the Bills are not even qualified for the playoffs right now. <laughs> think about that. That's how far they've fallen. Uh, and so we'll see if they get right or, or not. I mean, Ingram, uh, that's a significant uh, blow to, I think, the Saints if he can't go. Uh, and it doesn't look like he's going to be able to, according to Jay Glazer there. But um, the offense, Trevor Simeon, he's not the juice that they need in terms of leadership from Jameis that they had before or before that, Drew Brees. And uh, from an identity standpoint, that's lacking for the Saints. Maybe they, they get poked a little bit by Sean Payton and, and uh, can rise to the challenge defensively, and that will help them out. Now, the Raiders-Cowboys is interesting because the chatter from the Cowboys is that they want to run the football. Obviously, they got to do that because of lack of weapons on the outside. I still believe that they believe in their tight ends and Gallup uh, and Wilson, the wide receivers there. But the attention to detail and running the football, they have to get back to that. In particular, when the Raiders are yielding 132 yards per game on the ground, rushing the football uh, against the run. Uh, so I know the Raiders, they built themselves to stop the pass, get after the passer. But in this case, if you're the Cowboys on a short week, why not, why not pound the rock uh, and then uh, impose your will against a team like the Raiders that might not be having – they might not have a will today, uh, Josh, because of the situation that they're in. Mayock is going to be evaluated after this season. Everybody on this team is going to be evaluated in the midst of a collapse that's happening right now for the Raiders. So everything is stacked up against uh, this football team on the road right now. Yeah, and it's almost like how much can you take your approach as a human being and just dealing with a lot of these controversies surrounding your team. It's like, you know, you had the Gruden stuff and they won that first game after Gruden was let go and you're still hanging on. Then the Henry Rugg stuff gets going on. You're releasing a lot of these first round picks that have been having issues, Arnett and these other guys. And I think your your recipe for success for Dallas is great to, for an underplay here because, again, if, you're giving, if you're going up against a Raiders team giving up 132 on the ground recently and you want to run the ball and it's a short week, historically, Pritch, we see on these short weeks that you're not going to typically, and you know this, like have an elaborate offense and game plan, all these crazy different offensive systems. Like it's a short week. Let's simplify. Let's run the ball. Let's control the game. Let's chew up the clock. I know that's kind of like, you know, 1970s football. You mm. know, you think of, you know, fantasy nowadays scoring a lot and being really complex on offense, but that bodes well for an under opportunity. So with these matches of non-conference unders and uh, totals 50 or more to the under 59%, I'm rooting for what you're saying. Hopefully right. it's going to happen. Uh, Let's run the ball. Let's chew up the clock. Teaser Dallas and also the under. There. Yeah, we're seeing under at 50 right now on the board, too, in this game. Uh, Raiders, Cowboys, Cowboys minus seven and a half. Uh, you know, with the Raiders on a short week, too, coming into this game, a three-game losing streak, averaging just 14 points a game. Are they going to correct that? Do they have enough days to do that? Do they have enough days to come up with a game plan to avoid 21% on third down situations the last three games as well? 
Great point. And again, I, I think one thing to that under two, obviously we mentioned a bunch, but losing your top two wide receivers. Like if you're Vegas and you still have to go up against C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, then, hey, we could be looking at a high-scoring game to really attack their secondary. But with them out and trying to run the ball more, again, really benefiting or providing an edge to that under. And, Pritch, it's also like, you know, these road teams or these, you know, I should look up uh, these road dogs because we know favorites do well. But when you're in a different environment, I, I'm like, Pritch, I'm getting texted by my aunt, my uncle, everyone's, I'm like, <laughs> I got a job to do. You just want to get get out of there, get done with it, and move on. Maybe that's the reason why these favorites do well. So the T's in the under, that's what I'll be sweating this Yeah, afternoon. off to a great start, uh, cashing that ticket with that first game. Hope it continues <laughs> for you, Josh. And enjoy Turkey Day. Enjoy the family, the friends, uh, the food, the drinks, everything. I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah, by the way, what's your favorite side dish? I'm a big, you know, I like the mashed potatoes, get them in gravy, and then yep. get a roll, dip it in there. That, that, that's my go-to. That's a, that's a nice go-to. <laughs> my, my dad's from Mississippi, and he makes the southern cornbread stuffing. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's insane. I know. I'm running out of here in about 10 seconds. <laughs> but it so is Pritch, insane. I'm, I'm going to give you my address. You just mail that cornbread my way, okay? I'll look I will do it. that. He cooked it last night, too. He's all prepared for it. So I uh, cannot wait. Great job today. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully, <laughs> on a Friday. Wait, Good luck tonight. Absolutely. Yep, you too. The Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 